Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. And today's topic is suffering and silence, better known as depression. On the line with me today, I have the crew, Jeremy, Jamal, Tino, and Polo Fresh. How y'all doing today? What's up? Hello. Hello, Jamal here. Tino, what's up, what's up? This is a pretty good topic, suffering and silence. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. All right, so who want to start? Who want to jump us off? It's Remy. I'll go. Depression is real. Depression is real. Um, Statistics show that about 7-8% of adults are suffering from depression, but I think that's just what they got recorded or they lying or something because you can't tell me that with today's society with the events that go on today whether it's financial whether it's um, anything with the medical field or illnesses and things like that that only 8% of adults are sad no not bad there's a lot of people that are afraid to come forward and get help they're afraid to admit to being depressed Um, a lot of them don't know the signs a lot of them really think that they're okay and the whole time they're suffering in silence like literally just dying within and you know they're just thugging it out but I think it's way more common than 8% y'all don't get quiet now don't be suffering in (laughs) silence on on, on the podcast oh yeah well you know I I was gonna say you know, being in the fields that we are all in, right? We've all experienced some things that have us going home at the end of the day, like, damn, you know? And so when you look at the type of work that we do, um, life events that happen, you know, whether it is somebody getting a a diagnosis that's terminal, um, death of a loved one, financial issues right we tend to be depressed but we keep this fake smile going and on the inside it's just like shattered pieces you know and so we're here today to kind of pull apart some real issues and hopefully by the end of this podcast give you all some tools that you can use moving forward yeah this this Jamal. Uh, yeah, we all in a perfect public service field uh, dealing with the, the public. And one of the kickers of it is we're not allowed to have a bad day. We, we're we not allowed to be depressed. We're not allowed to drink, pee. I don't boo-boo to you, boo-boo, but I don't boo-boo. We're not allowed to, to have no emotional, um, how can I say, issues. I think it's the false expectation of us in our field. Um, for us to deal with that amount of stress, we're dealing with everybody's personal problem. You got to know that we take on their problems as well as all. So it's easy said and done. Yeah, some people are like, well, you know, you just leave it out there. You can't unsee what you just saw. Mm-hmm. So you see some people jacked up. You see people fighting. All those different energies and stuff will be transferred to you. It's inevitable, right? So the 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 major thing with public safety. I definitely need they 
I won't say they because I ain't saying they. The field of public safety as a whole needs to take mental health a little bit more serious. And you'll offer different things that can assist you. But um, more importantly, your superior should know how you act normal and when something may be off about you. That way you can prevent any radical acts where citizens may suffer because of your form of depression. Yeah. What's up, what's up? This is this this is this is Catino. Uh no, he over here trying to get me to say what's the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a trend. That's what you do. What what you say? Right. Well, you know, man. I got you though. But um, you know, depression is definitely um something that a lot of people are scared to talk about. Therefore they tend to go, you know, dark, so to say. Um, I can say I'm going through something of like this during the time during this time right now but the difference that I wouldn't say I'm suffering in depression and a lot of people tend to overuse the term but I will say that I'm suffering stressing you know what I'm saying I'm stressing over things whereas it hasn't turned into depression so if I'm at a stage right now where I'm stressing and don't want to talk about nothing, I know people who actually are in some type of depression, you know what I'm saying, are really going through things. And depression also comes with other symptoms. You know what I'm saying? Your weight and stuff start going down, your appetite change, your mood change, you start being different. And you know what I'm saying? You start acting different to other people, which really puts you more in the shell. And nowadays it's not easy to talk to people. You know, mm-hmm. people always, you know, listen to you when you when you get when you're down and they get the information and then, you know, they're making subliminal comments or, you know, what I'm saying leaking the information that you told them in confidentiality just because y'all hear one argument. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how people are nowadays. You get into it over something simple and then you say no to somebody, then they hop on Facebook. But she wasn't saying that though. She was at, over my house depressed all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's why people don't open up, so they tend to suffer in silence. Because they're not trusting their surroundings and stuff no more. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I feel that. Come on, Paula, what you got? Um, picking back off Jamal with our fields and what you all said, we actually should have uh, it should be mandatory to have it like to take a mental day. Um, I am like basically an advocate for depression because like I've been battling depression since I was a teenager, so I literally my therapist said I have seasonal depression. Mass actually started coming around this time of the year. A lot of people don't know that I don't share that with a lot of people, and when I did try to open up to people, my mom when I noticed, like, at a young age, like, just how I was, I'm like, I, I literally, the way I was feeling it wasn't normal. She didn't take me seriously. So, it's hard to talk to people because they look at you like, ain't nothing wrong with you. But it's just like, you don't know how, on a deeper level, what people are really, like, going through. Everybody can't handle what Talisha can handle, what Jeremy can handle, what Kevin can handle, what, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, some people, you try to talk to them, or they come off too strong. And, like, you, when people, it's, it's very delicate. So when people try to, like, I'll close down if I feel like I'm trying to come to you 
and you kind of brushing off or this I, I'm gonna shut down and then I'm gonna distance myself I go through different like moves be, and then I feel it when I'm going so I try to like stop myself before I really go down I, I actually start seeking therapy for my depression a lot of people don't know that though I actually need to start going back because this around the time I start going real deep in it um, I think for me as a, a mom right um, I have my moments where it, it probably is depression and I pass it off with a bunch of jokes you know and laughter just to get back um, I could think about times when I would wait till everybody in the house go to go to bed and then I would get in the shower and just ball out you know or lay in the bed and just cry because I became overwhelmed with just household things you know worried about how the kids was gonna get clothes or how we was gonna put um food in the refrigerator and different things like that but it's one of them things where it was like thank god for credit cards right because I had came up with a system to where it was like, I'm going to max these cars out through the year. And then at tax time, I could just pay it all off. But at least I know they got clothes. I know, at least I know we eating. At least I know they got Christmas gifts up under the tree. Right. And nobody never knew this, you know, because I didn't share it. I had to be strong. So they say, right. I couldn't break down in front of them or break down in front of somebody else and, and didn't really have nobody that you can share this stuff with without the judgment from them coming back so i definitely can feel that yeah do you got y'all got some ways that you can like um help others with dealing with it or identifying it or you know like how would you how would you tell somebody else to deal with it i can oh go ahead Go ahead, Portia. Um, I um, it's crazy because like certain certain patterns you will you will start seeing if you really pay attention to people you will start seeing patterns. Like I had a friend that I started noticing like she'll just be in the house all the time with no TVs or nothing. So I would start like coming over or I had to tell her like I feel like you need depression bed because I'm noticing your pattern. And she said none of her friends ever paid attention to her and she broke down to me was like i i you know she came to me so like i'm a type of person i try to be there if i know somebody battling with something i try to be there for them i'll be like i'll tell people to go to therapy seek therapy but what if they push you away what do you do you have to give them a space and just check on them you have yeah, to give people a space because sometimes people just need their space to get their mind back together you could just suggest like go to the beach, release. Go go to the water. Like Jeremy, you go to the water when you talk to God, right? Right. Go to the water. Go I say find your outlet. Find what makes you happy and do something that's gonna help suppress your depression. Find your outlet. Find out you gotta find yourself. You gotta figure out what what can I do to help me release this? Cause you have to release that. You can't just ball it in. So I try to tell people, find an outlet, find something you like to do. If you like to go, you you know, want to go to a pole dancing class, there's something you like to do. Go, girl, go find a class, girl. I'll go with you. That That's my way of supporting. Anybody else? Yeah. I, um, I, what was, I think, yeah, Portia, you was, you was hitting that on the head. For real, for real. 
you silly. Um, but <laughs> one thing too that people have to understand with people who face depression is that once you find that outlet, it's like I I got two things I'm trying to say real quick. The first thing is you um once you find that outlet that helps you with depression depression isn't something that you just snap out of like depression is long term you know what i'm saying and you know a lot of people may just get discouraged you know what i'm saying with trying to help with treatment because of course the right thing to do is to go to therapy to see if you if therapy will work or if it will seek you know if you got to go to a medication but um a lot of people in our culture are scared to go to therapy because they they, they always say it ain't nothing wrong with me exactly. and, and one thing that bothers me with a lot of people because a lot of people use the word depression just so easily every time they get hit with something I'm depressed I'm depressed and then when they actually are claiming that they depressed well then go help your damn self um, back to what you just said, Kevin, real quick, and then I'm going to be quiet. Uh, a lot of people don't even know they need to they need to figure out what is triggering them to why that problem keep coming up. You have to get like you it's something what is triggering that to keep happening. So you have to literally dig deep in, within yourself and face it to figure it out like okay so you can work on that so maybe you can close that chapter you get what i'm saying and it is work I yeah this what's going on in somebody background that ain't mine i don't know oh no really yeah this is jay mala i think the um and we as friends as bros and sis sometimes you're a therapist that don't even know it mm-hmm. uh and oftentimes, some people just want to talk, but but they just want to vent, and you got to kind of judge what to do as the person that they vent to. Because sometimes a person don't want solutions. You know, you can vent to them, and they're like, yeah, just, all you got to do is blah, 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 and then turn left, and then do three cotwheels, and, and then backflip. That's what it sounds like to a depressed person when you try to give out some advice. So sometimes it's just... Uh, a little bit of venting and I don't want people to feel disrespected when someone goes ghost when somebody is depressed they don't feel um, how can I say I mean you can have your feeling like dang what I do I get it but sometimes don't be offended because depression can creep up on you and it's like a, a car accident you didn't plan it it just kind of happened right so if you knew you were going to be in a car accident you weren't going to have no cars you could have set up some rides for the next 30 days but Sometimes depression can hit you with an overload of issues, and you ain't. You, there's no warning behind it. You can't hit nobody up and say, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be ghost for like two years." So yeah, I think it needs to uh, be a little bit more understand. Like I, I joke about some people that go ghost, just to keep me from being mad at them. But in all seriously uh, seriousness, I do understand that sometimes when you hit that low, baby, you know, you close the door and want to be in the dark. And I just, you know, whatever you figure out that helps you with the depression is great. But try not to turn to any substance abuse or any acts that would keep you lower. Because drinking alcohol when you're depressed is a lower. So it's going to make you more depressed. So if you, if you got to do some jumping jacks, water some grass, play some Call of Duty, 
And if you if you have a mate or spouse that does that, then let them have it. I hear some women complaining about men playing video games. If that's his mental outlet, then let that man have it. I feel like he's too old to be playing video games. Well, he could be at the strip club relieving his stress on them strippers. Because you definitely ain't busting it open. That's probably one of the reasons why you're depressed. You bring home the bacon and got to negotiate some butt when you show up. Yeah, ain't no negotiate. If I got to negotiate, all right, cool. I remember. Just know that. So, yeah, that, that's, yeah, I know, right? So, yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Just, uh, sometimes you just deem to be a therapist and you're not ready for it or whatever. Would you just, if you don't have the right idea, just be that person that sound like you with them. Yeah. And what happened? That way you get it all out of. Ask some questions, but you know, just don't be like, "Well, all you got to do is start your car up and drive backwards for two miles, and then jump out, and then grab a bear, and, and then that, that's it. It's just that simple." But for that depressed person, it ain't just that simple. I was gonna say um, to going back to yeah, therapy. yeah. Going back to just therapy uh, in general, you know, when you out there and you looking for a therapist, you got to make sure it's somebody that you trust. Um, somebody, you know, maybe even if you if you black, go find you a black therapist. If you need a man, find a man. You know, if it's a woman you want to talk to, find a woman. You know, do the research and put the effort into yourself because your mental health is important. You know, and then um, when you talking to friends and family members and things like that, again, find people that you trust, people that's like not biased, right? Somebody that can sit there and tell you, okay, that was wrong, that's right. Um, you know, get it together. Let, let's try to help you figure it out and or just be that listening ear. You know, because sometimes that's all it takes. A lot of people walk around here just straight up numb every day, you know, and nothing is getting in. They looking at you, they working, they doing their job, but they don't hear nothing you saying. They don't see nothing you saying because they didn't checked out and is in a zone that can't nobody get in. And so I always say, you know, as far as mental health and suicide awareness and all of them different things, you know, the first time it may not work. The second time it may not work, but the third time it just might work, you know, and the different things that we use to mask the pain and the problems that we go through. Maybe we should try something different. You know, it's a lot of negativity going on every day. We need to start changing our thoughts and our patterns and switching it up. So if we grabbing more positive things, and looking at positive things on TV and on the radio or, you know, a positive read, then that too is a method of therapy. And so if you listening in on the line and you, you feel like, you know, this podcast was one for you or you want to share your story as far as depression is concerned, just hit one of us up because we're always here and available. And then you can always reach out to the mental health line. That number is one 800 273 8255 and I'll also drop it in the description. And, and I, on that oh wait, go ahead. Before we end, I'm gonna leave my number. It's 
You know, Mercantile is not taking phone calls tonight. He is overwhelmed. It's cold outside. You don't want to get a, you know, the the tip and stuff. You know what? You know what? Again, for the listeners, 219-933-9000. It's always good to laugh. No matter how serious something gets, it is always good to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. And on that note, if you're hanging out with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace.